This is National Native News. I'm Antonia Gonzalez. In the ongoing election turmoil in Guatemala, thousands of indigenous groups came out to protest and block highways. This was in response to actions over the weekend by the country's Justice Department to confiscate dozens of containers of voting material. Protesters say it's an effort to use the judicial system to block a president-elect seeking reform from taking office. Maria Martin reports. They held up traffic in at least eight important crossroads in Guatemala. Thousands of indigenous protesters blocked highways to defend democracy and fight against what reformist president-elect Bernardo Arevalo calls a, quote, coup in process. Los corruptos. At another protest in Guatemala City, indigenous leader Rosa Castro said Maya and all Guatemalans are tired of the corrupt rule by inept rulers who rob people of decent health and education, making millions in private profit during the pandemic, and her now trying to pass legislation that would harm Maya communities, including an amnesty for war crimes committed during Guatemala's 36 years of civil conflict. The protesters are calling for the resignation of the attorney general and others involved in what one electoral magistrate called nothing short of an assault on democracy. The influential Maya group, 48 Cantones, 48 Villages, says they're prepared to blockade indefinitely. For National Native News, I'm Maria Martin. The federal government is taking new steps to preserve the oral history of Native American boarding schools that were run by governments and churches. The Mountain West News Bureau's Kayla Bradle has more. For more than 150 years, hundreds of thousands of Native American children were forced to attend boarding schools created to strip them of their culture. Their hair was cut off, traditional clothes were burned, and many were beaten. Now, the government is giving nearly $4 million to a coalition focused on boarding school healing. The group will create a collection of survivor stories, testimonies that tribal governments, policymakers, and the public can access. The group also wants Congress to establish a commission to investigate and document the past injustices of boarding school policies. Congresswoman Sharice Davids of Kansas is a member of the Ho-Chunk Nation. She spoke about that proposal in a recent webinar. We are in a time where we can make sure that this legacy, this history, this uh, the full truth of these policies is not just acknowledged, but that we do something to start to address that chapter of our legacy. So far, the commission bill has not passed either chamber in Congress. For National Native News, I'm Caleb Radel. Three Democratic U.S. lawmakers have introduced legislation to officially recognize the second Monday of October as Indigenous Peoples Day on the federal level. U.S. New Mexico Senators Martin Heinrich and Ben Ray Lujan and California Congresswoman Norma Torres introduced the bill. The bill would also replace any mention of Columbus Day and all federal laws or regulations with Indigenous Peoples Day. According to the lawmakers, more than a dozen states across the country have already made the change, including New Mexico. The lawmakers say recognizing Indigenous Peoples Day as a federal holiday is a step to address generations of trauma and inequity. Tribal leaders and executive officers of Native organizations are among those supporting the bill. In the Senate, the bill is co-sponsored by 11 Democratic senators who often advocate for Native issues, including members of the Senate Indian Affairs Committee. I'm Antonia Gonzalez. 
National Native News is produced by Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation with funding by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Support by the National Indian Education Association's 54th Convention and Trade Show held in Albuquerque starting October 18th. Education sovereignty, it begins with us. Registration ends October 13th at NIEA.org. Support by Sanofsky Chambers Law, championing tribal sovereignty and Native American rights since 1976, from opioids litigation to treaty rights to tribal self-governance, with offices in Washington, D.C., New Mexico, California, and Alaska. Sanofsky Chambers Law. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.